welcome to a very special episode of Are Your Parents Proud of You? I am your host, Matthew Schufreiter, and I am joined by... Uh, that's me, Griffin McCorkle, the uh, man of many hats around here. And yeah, we didn't think we were going to be putting out an episode right now in the middle of the week with just us talking. But, yeah. you know, there was a... Matt, Matt, I don't know if you're aware, there was an election recently. Really? Between who? Yeah, you're, you're never going to believe it. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was for the election for President of the United States, if you can believe it or not. Oh, uh, really? Probably the most important presidential election of our lifetimes. And, uh, yep, there, uh, I felt, I have felt many emotions and, um, yeah, let's, we're just going to get into it a little bit. So let's, let's just get to this point. Griffin and I, we sort of, if you, in case you didn't know who we voted for, we'll give you a hint. Um, it's not Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if that narrows it down. Um, then you yeah, and if that doesn't it. narrow it down enough, I, <laughs> yeah, yes, so we, we both we, voted we, for Biden. Yes, um, now, and uh, I don't know about you, Griffin, but um, he wasn't my top choice. No, Biden was not my top choice either. My he wasn't my even, top he choice. Was, go ahead. My top choice was probably Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Um, my second choice was probably Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, same. Wait, who's your third? Let's see if we get matching ones. Oh, uh, I don't, I don't know who my third choice was. Was it Pete? Was it Andrew Yang? Was it Amy Klobuchar? I feel like it could have been any of them, right? But yeah, but but bottom line, Biden was probably he was probably my fifth. Yeah, yeah he, he was he, somewhere. He was somewhere down there. It's not that I like I don't hate Biden or anything, right? But I I personally am very much a leftist and right. Joe Biden despite being a democrat is not a leftist. No, he's he's not a progressive. He's, no, by 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 US standards he is a centrist. By yeah. world standards he's a conservative. Right. And you know that a lot of it has to do, just do with the fact that he's going to be 78. Um, oldest, he's, oldest president. Yeah, oldest president ever. Um, you know, he's been in the Senate for over 40 years. Um, he's and he's vice not, president for eight. He, and he ran twice and was and he unsuccessful. ran twice before. This is this was actually his third attempt. He, he, fun fact, he wanted his um, son, Bo, to run before uh, his tragic passing in 2015. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, that didn't help but, uh, Joe Biden to go run, but um, that was one of the factors to kind of help do it. But yeah, so this is, yeah, this is our president. And um, well, this is, he hasn't been inaugurated yet. You're, you're, you're right. And, you and, know, and anything can happen at this point. I know. And ordinarily, it would seem like, oh, it's just a done deal. He's our next president. But with Trump in the White House, he has made it very clear that uh, 
Trump has made it very clear that he is not going to surrender quietly. Right. He, so they, they are, I mean, I ain't sugarcoating this. They're, they're going to have to <laughs> drag him kicking and screaming from the Oval Office. But, but you know what? Uh, I forgot who said it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to kick myself for not knowing who said this, but they said uh, they are happily, they are more than welcome to uh, kick unwanted guests out at a certain point. Um, yeah. If we, I'm currently looking at the New York Times and their election uh, updates. Um, Georgia and North Carolina have not been called. Uh, no. Georgia, Georgia is in favor of Biden, just about over twenty thousand votes. North Carolina, I think that's going to go to Trump. That ha- that has he he has about over a point and a half. Uh, yeah. Arizona has been called on some. And, but on this one, the New York Times, it, it has not been called, but that is going to go to Biden, uh, most likely. Uh, I know there's going to be a recount in Georgia. I think there's going to be a recount in Wisconsin. I think Michigan was also a recount. Am I wrong about that? Um, Biden, not Biden, Trump's lawyers tried to file suit in Michigan, I believe, to get some votes thrown out or recounted or something like that, and the case was, like, thrown out. Right. I mean, so, there's just no evidence. That's, that's, there's no, there's they're, no they're frankly just making shit up to... Right. <laughs> to, to try and, and get a victory for, for their guy. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I remember about three days ago i think it was last this past like thursday night when you know i i tend to stay up i'm out on the west coast and i stay up till like 2 3 a.m every night because that's just how i i roll but i i i kept you know checking and rechecking the polls and right before i went to bed that night i looked at the map again and that was when georgia had just turned blue and i i was and i was so happy (laughs) I was like, oh, thank God I can go to sleep with with hope in my heart. (laughs) And then when I woke up the next morning, Pennsylvania had also turned blue. Jesus Christ. I've been having this this bad habit this whole last week of getting up at like four in the morning and checking my phone. Oh, so Um, you are the opposite of me. (laughs) No, I'm in I'm in bed by 11, 1130. And it's not to get up to teach. It's I'm up by seven thirty in the morning anyway. Right. You so, have, you have you have stuff to get up for in the morning. I right. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was. I mean, the first thing I saw Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, whatever you want to call it, at four in the morning was Trump declared victory. The polls have not been stuck. The polls are still going. <laughs> yeah, but frankly, he said he was going to do that. Right. That you know, in the days leading up, he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm gonna declare victory on election night. I'm right. just gonna do it um, because you know he doesn't really care about the democratic process." Nope. So I, I, I I'm it's funny because so like I said, we vote voted voted um, voted for Biden, and I actually bought a Biden yard sign. Because I was like, you know what? I, I just feel this urge to sort of state who I wanted to win. Yeah. Um, but as soon as I did that, my neighborhood started to show its true colors. 
couple I was, hours. I was late. gonna ask you because you're up in you're not in Chicago. You're up in in Gray's Lake. Yeah. Um, you know what what is the the political vibe out there? I live in a neighborhood with some uh, former cops, with some current security guards, and some gun lovers. Um, there's a neighbor um, who, as soon as I put my yard sign up, um, I went I went out to grab for a few errands, and then came back and saw his house with the um, Trump flag on it, and it was like, I was like, oh, look what I started. And it was actually my mom who said, I think you, you need to take that off. <laughs> you, you, this, it's too weird right now. You have to take it off. And so did you? I was, I did. Mm. I mean, it, it's not, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't mad at her. I, it's just one of those, it's too weird. I, I don't know anyone. I don't know everyone in my neighborhood and their um, opinions. So it's just one of those, uh, you don't want to mess with them. Except we do have a neighbor who's a Trump supporter and their dog sucks. Okay. <laughs> just say like they it does it barks into the night. It's like right next door to us. I get so pissed off at that dog. Wow. Well, cause that cause the whole and I've and I know a few other people who who live in, in neighborhoods where that are have many uh Trump supporters in them, but that is not something that, that I have really had to deal with. Because I'm in Seattle, I have not seen a single Trump sign in in the city. Like you have to drive out like well out of the city before you start seeing Trump stuff. Right. Um, I mean, Seattle is a very blue city. One one of the reasons why um, I wanted to do this, what we're doing right now, yeah, which is there's there's so much. Even before uh, we got our actual winner. Uh, I reached out to you, I, like, I think like the day before Biden won and said, I think it'd be a good idea if we just sort of vent about everything because we yeah, have episodes. This is, a, I mean, this is a really important thing that just happened. Right. And, you know, to, and, he, and here's the thing. Politics for the next who knows how long. And it does right. it feels, feel strange, you know, when you do a show to just kind of slide on by without addressing such a major historical event. Right. And, you know, we, I don't think we sort of knew what the outcome of the election was going to be. And, you know, we, we've recorded these episodes in advance again, not knowing what's going to happen, but exactly. You know, it felt like one of those things, like how can you not talk yeah, about it? Just, it feels too strange to ignore. Right. So it, I mean, what's what's your hope, Griffin, for Biden going forward? I my hope at, is that Biden. I mean, I, I I said it all throughout, you know, leading up to this election that I think Biden is the is the stop the bleeding president. Mm-hmm. You know, he his his job is is basically to clean up Trump's mess and. Right. And which is unfortunate because that's exactly what uh, Obama had to spend had to spend a lot of his first term cleaning up the mess that Bush left um, with, you know, with the economy and 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 the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. And now it's COVID. (laughs) COVID. Not just just COVID. Well, not just COVID. COVID among 
among other things, COVID, oh, yeah. um, ice, that's a big, yep. that's a big one. The economy. Um, the econ- yeah, the economy is, is <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucked again. <laughs> don't you feel like, don't you feel like every time you talk about the president, the word economy just somehow just comes right back into it? I know. It's, yeah. Well, people, people care about the economy. Right. Um, and climate change. And I feel like. We, you know, we, we should not go through this without mentioning, because I've seen a lot of people who, you know, they're, they're plenty happy that, that Biden won, but the person mm-hmm. that they're really excited about is the new vice president. Right. Kamala Let's get into Harris. That. Kamala Harris, the first woman vice president, uh, the first, uh, the first African-American vice president, the first uh, Asian vice president, the first child of immigrants. Right. Uh, vice president, the first a lot of things vice president. Right. Uh, and, and you know, she she has flaws. She has flaws. Again, I mean, she also ran back during the primaries and she was not my first choice either. But no, and, and she didn't, I forgot how, she didn't last very long, did she? Well, it, I, I believe, I could be mistaken about this, but based on what I remember, um, she was quite like, you know, had very good popularity in the polls, but her mm-hmm. campaign, uh, like ran out of money very quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's why she had to, she had to withdraw her candidacy. But yeah, you know, I mean, she's a former attorney with, um, and you know, and it shows, especially yeah. in that, that debate she did with, uh, vice president Pence. Oh my god! I wasn't that great. <laughs> I know it's it's that debate was pure madness, and yet the only thing anyone is going to remember from it is the fly, is the fly. <laughs> that landed on Mike Pence's head. Okay, well it's the fly, and then second place is the I'm speaking. Yeah, I'm then... speaking. I'm speaking, uh, and oh my! And you know, there's and as much as I like, you know, for as much respect as I have for. Kamala Harris for for keeping it so together and professional during that debate while a while a crazy white man was yelling nonsense at her. Um, man, part of me really wanted to see her just let loose, just go nuts on him. Isn't like, that it's, sad though? When that's the most normal debate, it is. It is. I mean, we all we all sad. know the shitstorm that was the first one. And then the third, and then the second one, you know, that didn't happen. And then the third one, yeah. it had its moments, but then it, it for like maybe a good 40 minutes. And then after a while, it just sort of went back to the, uh, the first debate. So I, I, yeah, it, it's, it sucks that this is the world we live in right now. And it's I hope the world we, it is the and, world but, we live in and it's, it's, we're still in the world technically, you know, for a couple I'm, more months. For, yeah, I am reserving all like true celebrations until the inauguration. Oh my god. Because B- Trump's, B- Trump isn't gone yet. He's still no. in the White House. He could there's still plenty of crap he could do in his last couple months. But being in the city, man, finding out, being in that that Chicago block party, which was finding out that Biden won. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, cr- crazy, uh, <laughs> but it was it was fun, and I, I think the only thing I take away from Biden 
is I just we have a, at least a decent man or sorry, how about a decent person uh, running our country? A professional, someone who's yeah. decent and he can get stuff done. It feels like, yeah. and I and I, I think it was, it was John Stewart who said this uh, a couple months ago. Um, his grief at what he went through with his his first wife, his daughter, and now his, and his son. You know, he he's had more grief than most people. He's been through it all, and I think now he can help lead us through this pandemic because this, the country is going through this grief. We have over two hundred thousand people have died from COVID, and cases are rising everywhere, pretty much. And we're in turmoil. We're in this huge grief, and I hope whenever Biden gets into office, he can help us lead through this grief and out into whatever normalcy we get back to and so i i don't I, I can't i can't wait it's going to be a rough month i almost feel like trump is going to do everything he can to just sort of raise a middle finger and everything and and even and even you know when biden does get to office it's going to be a rough few months as well because covid will still be a thing yeah, you know, we still we still don't really know when we'll get this pandemic under control. Um, it was actually, you know, today, the day that we're recording this, that Biden announced his COVID task force with with a very heavy emphasis on people of science. Right. <laughs> really, that's all we need is scientists, <clears throat> not fucking politicians. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how it's going to go, but I certainly have a lot more hope than I, than I ever did under Trump. Um, and let's, let's point this out that Pfizer has stated that their vaccine is working on 90% of the patients. Is that right? Yeah, I'm currently. Did this did this just come out today? I have not heard this. Yeah, this came out today. Biden mentioned it in his speech. Um, currently checking right now my facts because you know if you're going to do politics, you have to make sure you know what the it's hell you're true. talking we, about. We wanna. It's true. We don't want to just speculate on things we don't know about. Right. Um. So here, Griffin. Here, here, here's my question then to you as I'm currently looking this up um yeah oh wait never mind got my results pfizer says early analysis shows its covid19 vaccine is more than 90 percent effective that's good yep um and i mean like but here's the other thing that sucks because should we get a vaccine by the end of the year um it's not going to be like and i think most people know this even if we get a vaccine by christmas for example it's not like the whole country is going to get it. No, it's going to take time to get that vaccine to everyone. I mean, you and me, we are, you know, young guys with no underlying health problems. So, like, we're pretty low down on the priority list of of uh, getting that vaccine. No, because they first got to get it to, <clears throat> excuse me, to, you know, older people and and people who are who are at risk um already because of other health problems right so i i i think we're not going to get back to any kind of normalcy 
maybe June, summer. Summer 2021? Yeah. Which, hey, that'll be a great birthday gift for me. Now I'm not yeah. having to wear my mask around anymore. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I don't really like to, you know, make those kind of speculations. It's not just because, just because, you know, it, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be disappointed if, if I'm wrong and, uh, and it actually ends up being quite a bit longer. Um, Cause it could, there's some people, you know, there's some people who are saying like, this could keep going for another year. It's a new virus. That's yeah. the thing. We're, we're yeah, still, that's, I mean, we're there's so much learning. we don't know about it right. still. <clears throat> right. So we'll see. I'm holding out hope that someday soon that we can all hug each other again without having to wear masks and not yeah. having to get get no nasal swabs anymore. Which I mean, it'll we'll get there. We will get there someday. Right? I I I believe that if nothing else, that it will happen. I don't know when. But it will happen at some point in the future, right? Um, and to and to and to think that Bush and Obama have mentioned when they were president that this could happen. They have warned us about it. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't know. We're we're getting off subject. We're, we're ranting too much about. Yeah, we're ranting too much. So. We should. Uh, I think. Uh, We'll probably yeah, start we're, wrapping we're, up here. We'll start wrapping it up. I mean, last, I mean, Griffin, any last thoughts? What are you looking forward to again with um, Biden Harris? You know, this is this is a really quick tangent, but it does relate to what we're talking about. Is Go another another thing that we have to, I guess, look forward to that's going to be very important within the next couple months is the runoff Senate races in Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> because that will most likely determine who is in control of the Senate. And um, again, I don't feel like I'm this isn't much of a hot take coming from me, but I very much hope the Democrats win, uh, right. because if nothing else, it will mean that Mitch McConnell will no longer be Senate majority leader and nothing would make me happier uh, than for Mitch McConnell to be ousted from that role because he is a bad man. He's evil. I, I'm scared. It, uh, and one of the, and one of the races, it doesn't look so good for the Democrats. Um, but yeah. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. And if the case is that Biden has to deal with McConnell, uh, I hope for nothing but the best. And I hope that they can work things out. Well, yeah, I mean that nothing I think I think every American, Democrats, Republicans, left, right, everybody does not what they do not want is four years of gridlock. Right. Because we there was a lot of gridlock on during during the Obama years of of, you know, Democrats in the White House, Republicans in Congress uh and nothing and it, and every everyone was complaining during those years that oh nothing's getting done on on either side of the aisle and i think a lot of people um still feel that way now so whatever happens with that i just i hope that people are able to get stuff done yeah uh and i hope 
and and I will say my last thoughts here that people can I I, I it feels very cliche and very um I very BS to say like we should come together as Americans not just red states blue states but Americans but I mean, that's but that's a fair point I mean I have friends who are Republicans and and that's just and I hope that by the end of the Trump administration in this era that we're in that we can kind of look past that and still be friends and and try to work this out because well, you know, it, it, it's ruined relationships you know yeah it, it has there there's people I certainly have known people that I am no longer speaking to because uh because of their political views and right. it's not you know it it would be nice if uh if I didn't have to do that but right. that that is the reality of the world we live in that and that you know there are so many things that that frankly aren't even political issues they're you know social wearing issues. a mask like wearing like, a mask wearing a mask um you know trying to trying to do something about the systemic racism in this country trying to support like lgbt people these are these are social things that get politicized and people try to disguise them as politics and say like oh well you know just because we disagree on politics doesn't mean we can't be friends it's like no that's that's not politics this is a this is a social thing this is a more this is a morality thing really right right that that you know you are you are not treating your fellow human beings fairly yeah um and and i think a lot of people need to need to understand that this this isn't about politics and frankly you know the second trump entered office it kind of stopped being about politics yeah so that's that is the that is the final thought i will i will leave everybody with and yeah. uh without without going on too much more of a rant <laughs> no you don't want we don't want to do a, a joe rogan experience where we're just ranting about conspiracy theories for three hours oh i you ever see I, you ever see I you ever watch the you ever no, see the joe I, rogan experience i hate joe rogan <laughs> <laughs> there's there there's my last hot take for this episode <laughs> joe rogan i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry and you, he and you think he wanted the he didn't like Biden. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. let's what, not what, talk about Joe Sorry. Sorry. Bottom line: we are we're looking forward to a Biden Harris ticket. We can't wait to see what they're going to bring. No matter how flawed both of them are, we wish them nothing but the best, and we hope you got you our listeners feel the same. Um, and on that note, hey Griffin, this is my favorite part of the show. Where can they find us at? Oh. Son of a bitch, we have to actually like plug our shit. Um, you, know you can find shit. us at uh, parents. <laughs> you can find us at Parents Proud Podcasts on Facebook and Instagram. You can also email us, please, please email us. Um, tired, at, I am tired of those Apple emails. Yep, at at Parents Proud Podcast at, at gmail.com. The greatest email of all the emails. Email. We yeah, you, like. Truly, truly the most underrated of emails. Uh, y'all should really wake up to the way of, of our emails. 
anyway um yeah i'm i'm griffin mccorkle and you're matthew Shoefrider. right and uh we'll be back sunday with carl hauk singer songwriter carl hauk because you know we still have an episode coming out yep. this sunday we ho- we hope you enjoyed this little one-off and um like listening to our thoughts yep we we hope that we have given you things to think about right all, all right, right folks and on thank that you note, so much for listening we'll see you next week Bye bye.